0: Hello, hello, and welcome to the Let's All Laugh At podcast—not the Last of Pitch podcast, which I nearly said. Um, I'm joined by Newcastle fan Andrew. How are we, mate? Yep. Yeah, you know, surviving. Yeah, we have a bit like that, isn't it? Really? Yeah, just two of us, um, as Dan and George aren't joining us for this week. So I'm the host. Oh, Depressed, aren't they? Oh, the power's gone to me head, Andrew. I'm telling you, it's gone to me head. I'm the host. They're on- they're all depressed. Crystal Palace and Liverpool not doing so well in the league. <laughs> yeah, well, I can kind of see why. But yeah, so let's crack on. So let's go a little bit last week. Um us we'll start off with your side, Newcastle. I mean, it wasn't a, great, wasn't a great performance by Newcastle, was it, at Chelsea?
1: Like a boxer who doesn't actually throw a punch. <laughs> yeah, <wasn't it>? <laughs> <laughs> that's how I would... A boxer who doesn't throw a punch, I would say that's... Literally, we did nothing. It was a terrible match for Newcastle. You know, I knew straight away, like, Timo Werner not scored for, I don't know how many games, I made fun of him. Like, obviously, you know, he had to find his goal scoring, but he played well as well. He's He was actually very good, very lively from the left. But to be honest, Emil, I mean, I've said this before, Emil Kraft at right back, why he is to, in the Premier League, he is just positionally so bad. Um, and, yep, no surprise expected defeat we never beat Chelsea the Mm. only time we beat Chelsea is when do you remember Papi Cissé scored those two incredible goals yeah people forget his first goal which was ridiculous as well but his obviously I still remember Drogba see this is me I have to reminisce about when we were good for one season (laughs) Um, people forget like Drogba I remember Drogba like saying to Alan Paghi, what a goal <laughs> like it's that great but yeah that's the last I think that's the last time we beat Chelsea away
0: yeah I mean it's a weird I mean, Timo Werner um I said I said I said in the group chat he gets, he gets a little bit of unfair stick Timo Werner because you know he's he these five goals he's scored this season which is still it's one more than Martial so it's one less than Firmino but yet Timo Werner when he goes a few games without scoring he seems to get a lot of bad stick and i, I I'm a bit sorry for him, to be honest. No, you know, I think he will come good, Timo over You know, it takes it takes time to get used to the Premier League. But do you think he gets a bit of unfair unfair stick. He's, not, he's. I
1: watched. I think he played. Is it World Cup 2018? He led the line for Germany, and I just remember thinking, this guy's not a natural finisher. Mm. He's very good at. He created. He because of he's so quick and he cuts in. He's mm. always going to get a lot of chances, but he's he's someone who'll get a lot of chances but won't score. Like he'll score a lot, but I mean, I've got to say, I've said this before. Bundesliga players, I'm not a hundred percent sure about them at the moment because we've had Kala, who scored bucket loads at Frankfurt. Flopped, he did flop, he didn't flop. He wasn't a flop but He wasn't very good. You've had um, who's the other one? Obviously Werner, who was like the top goal scorer in the Bundesliga last year, and then you've got um, Luka Jovic, who obviously went to Real Madrid. Hardly hardly kicked a ball for Real Madrid. Like Zidane clearly didn't rate him, and then obviously the bi- the biggest flop of the other lot, Joe Linton, forty million. <laughs> You're
0: not a fan either of Joe Linton. I think every <laughs> every week is.
1: He yeah. <laughs> Bruce, I think like it's taken him eighteen months to realise he's not good enough to start. <laughs> I'm just like like I'm not a football. I'm, I'm not football. Like I can tell someone. I remember we had, I don't know if you remember, we had Florian Tovan, who mm-hmm. was a winger, and he was quality, but he just struggled with the English League. And you could see he had ability and he was going to be a big player, but maybe not in the English League. Yeah. But you watch Joe Linton, and he's obviously he's gone and played for Marseille, was in the World Cup winning squad, done really well in <laughs> France. You watch Joe Linton, you know he's not a footballer. He's just not good enough at all. No. He wouldn't, he wouldn't even be good enough in the Championship.
0: Yeah, I must admit, um... He doesn't score enough goals. Is it 40 million pound you pay for Joe Linton as well? So I mean, that that's a, a lot of money for you know for a player that only scores once every 10 games, or whatever it is, which is
1: crazy transfer. Still blows my mind. He literally would never spend. Actually, would never spend over 20 million. Then he went and bought Almeron for 20 million, and then suddenly out of nowhere we bought Joe Linton and Newcastle being Newcastle, he had to be a 40 million plot.
0: Yeah. I do I do think for Newcastle a little bit because obviously Callum Wilson's out for a while now and you know he, he's a he's a decent player I like I like Callum Wilson so I think him him not being in the team but it's Chelsea as well because Chelsea aren't great defensively I don't think I think mean, if he'd have played if he available on, on the other day I think he, he might have caused a bit more of a difference but um, it wasn't great was it
1: Yeah, playing Dwight Gale from the right even though he's a striker again I, I do not understand Steve Rue. Dwight Gale is not he's not he's he's not good anywhere else on the pitch except in the box if you Mm. put chances in he'll score goals and he 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 will score goals but he can't he's not someone who can go out wide and clean so to watch Steve Bruce ask him to play from kind of this right cutting in it was just ridiculous I just I was just like have you
0: watched Dwight Gale ever play football like yeah no I know you mean Dwight Gale Yeah, he had a couple of years, didn't he? At Palace, where he scored quite a lot of goals. And in the championship as well, he scored a few goals. So I just think I do think he's probably a championship player, isn't he? I think he's
1: I think he's good enough for the lower Premier League. And he had we had one season where he started a lot under Rafa and he scored he scored ten goals, which is was decent, isn't it? Um but like you know, he's do you remember like when Torres joined Chelsea and there were yeah. like so many strikers that Suffered because they were just persisting with Torres. Like, I think Sturridge, Lukaku, like all these players left Chelsea because, like, they were just kept picking Torres. Well, Gail is the Joe Linton, or you know, because <laughs> yeah. he's just not been given a chance because we're playing this Brazilian flop. Yeah, still yeah. want to passport, yeah.
0: Yeah, so moving on to the weekend, you got United, which is again the, game, the games come thick and fast for Newcastle. as I said, we said off air that Newcastle seem to play the every, every game seems to be hard at the moment, and um, mm. it's not going to be against United, is it? Um, is it Saturday or Sunday?
1: Um, I think it's Sunday.
0: Yeah, mm. we in my lifetime
1: I think we've beaten United once at Old Trafford. Kabai scored the winner, mm. and um, I remember last year I got really excited because we went one nil up. And then they came back in like
0: 1-4. Yeah, I remember
1: that, yeah. Yeah, when we were like, oh, wow. And everyone was like, oh, Matty stuff," And it was just nonsense. Um, no, yeah, it was. And there was a game, yeah, we've just had bad experiences. Like, I remember, like, Mourinho was going to... Be... It was a game when Mourinho was going to be sacked, everyone mm-hmm. said. And we went 2-0 up first half. Should have had a penalty. And then Manu just blew us away in the second half on three. I think they won three mm-hmm. or four-two. Yeah. So, yeah, we don't have a very good record at Old Trafford. I don't think most – I mean, it'll be – again, I just I just don't like Steve Bruce. I just think yeah. he talked – he said we were excellent in the second half. Did he watch the match? Excellent.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: what, is, what is excellent? It's just crazy. And no Callum Wilson means, like, where are the goals going to come from? Yeah. So, I think he'll play
0: Carroll, to be honest. Yeah, and Andy Carroll he's still a threat from set pieces and stuff. But I just, you know, Andy Carroll he just well, if if he stays fit that's the problem. Andy Carroll he, he you know he sneezes and hurts himself. Doesn't he Andy Carroll, but um,
1: he's not the same player. I no, just no. wish even Newcastle fans say, oh, we should play him. He always is a problem. He causes a problem. He's not the same player. No, like, yeah. I loved Andy Carroll first time around. He was incredible, and I I'm so and I I feel bad that he went to Liverpool because it just wasn't the right move for him. Because they, they brought Suarez and obviously they were going to build around Suarez yeah. at the same time. But, you know, injuries, but he's not the same player. And we need to, you know, he, sc- he scored one goal since he back. And just not, he's not. Again, just only Newcastle would would give a new contract
0: to an injury prone, mm. non scoring striker. Yeah. Do you Newcastle are safe, though? I mean, I, I think you're probably safe. No. He? You don't yeah. No, I think Fulham are a problem. Yeah, they are a little bit. They, yeah, I mean, the, the way they played against Everton the other night was superb. Uh, I thought Everton were, were gonna were gonna win that game with, with ease, but um, fair play to Fulham. That Josh Major was he was superb, wasn't
1: he? It, I
0: mean, I, I watched Sunderland.
1: Till, I don't know if you've seen the um, Sunderland Till I Die documentary on
0: Netflix. Yeah. Um, have you? Have you? Um, you might have heard of Sunderland as well. completely off off topic. They've their they're new owner he's 20, yeah, I 24 years old he's got like, two billion pound hedge fund or something like that crazy season three hopefully of that hopefully mm, i'll just say
1: like just because someone's a billionaire doesn't necessarily they'll give them lots of money mike okay. ashley yeah. <laughs> yeah but anyway um what i would say is um, with josh merger in that documentary he looked like a really good finisher and he comes off really bad in that documentary, but you could see from the clips they showed in that documentary like he was like he's a natural finisher he's he's gone to Bordeaux, which was a strange move in the first place, and obviously goals have dried up a little bit for him this year, but I think Fulham just for me as well the player I love watching for Fulham is Adamola Luckman. I just yeah. think he's quality yeah
0: every
1: every time I see him play, I just think. You know, I know it didn't really work out for him at Everton. and Leipzig, he had a good spell and then a bad spell, but he is, you know, he he is a really good footballer. So they've they've got a chance. And I think Scott Parker's got a
0: level head on him, so... Yeah, no, definitely. I, I like Fulham. and I think if they had a won against... Uh, sorry, uh, last night against Burnley, it was 1-1. If they had a won last night and then win this weekend, I mean, they could be right on Newcastle's tail, couldn't they? Which is, uh, which is crazy, really.
1: Could, yeah, I think... Um... This is what happens like in like I obviously I compared the 2016 season where we went down, and mm. there's no comparison with the squad that's 2016 squad was so much better,
0: yeah.
1: And that's what that we had Townsend, Sissoka, and Mbemba, Taylor, like cruel like really good players, mm. and Yama, yeah, who's a good, he was a very good right back. Um, and when you see this squad there's no comparison and he's not learned so last time he sacked Steve McLaren too late Mm. and he's not learned he really needs to just let Steve Bruce go bring in whoever because it's clear players aren't listening to him when you go into a match and the players look like they were defeated at kickoff Mm. like you never know in football like strange things happen like but if you don't even try you're never going to do anything so I really hope I know he's not going to happen but like I think he'll only sack him if we go drop into the relegation zone and
0: that's a big yeah no absolutely so uh, moving on we'll move on to my club Arsenal um, against the world Leeds United what, what a game that was for the neutral if, if you're an Arsenal fan like myself it wasn't well first half perfection oh think here we go we're, we're we're going away with this and then we scored the fourth very early on in the second half and then Leeds made it a bit more stressful. And uh, Leeds, they're a, they're, a, they're a weird club, aren't they? they? They just don't know how to stop. Even if 5-0 down, 4-0 down, they still just play only one way, don't they?
1: I love I love the way they play.
0: Yeah.
1: Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so refreshing. Uh, just like, for me, that's like, you know, they don't believe in damage limitation. They're like, fuck it, we'll try, if we lose 6-0, it's not the end of the world. Like, that's... Uh, it just i know they're defensively i have said this before on the podcast that i think when they if they can they will spend they're an ambitious club If they buy some really good center backs and you know defenders because at the moment they still got championship defenders to be honest yeah they buy some proper premier league defenders they will like and they'll have a stronger base with calvin phillips in front of the defense Mm. they will stifle goals and they will improve and just so entertaining, but gotta say, your man Obama Young, it's good to see him back. Um obviously he's had person
0: problems, but yeah. I mean the great hat um his first goal was superb. Um then he scored the penalty, obviously. Maybe he could have had two penalties. I mean, I thought I thought the first one I thought it could have been a penalty to be fair. I mean Saka was superb. I mean, I love watching him play. He he had the young ball. player of the year, don't you think? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think he's the best um, the best teenager in, in, the, in the Premier League I think um, I just love watching him play
1: um, I think him, him or Foden will win it this year Yeah,
0: definitely um, But yeah, as I say First half, it was superb um, You know, I, I had no complaints It was stress-free first half And then Leeds got back into it With that header from Struik, Um And I think, here we go And then they got second from Costa And they could have had a penalty as well Late on And I, that, that could have been a penalty to be fair I, I, I'm thinking, here we go VAR penalty But luckily it wasn't given but yeah, you know, it wasn't. It, 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 it was the kind of game I expected to happen. Loads of goals, but I wasn't expecting Arsenal to be so dominant in that first half. Because first half leads were dreadful, weren't they? Yeah, I mean, if you let Hector Bellerin score, you know you're not defending well. <laughs> first goal in eighteen months that was for Hector Bellerin. It took it well as well, to be fair. Um, well, that's weird. I- when I watch when I watch Hector Bellerin, I've got to say this:
1: when he first broke through. I thought, wow, he's gonna be like one of the best right backs in the world. Mm-hmm. I remember, I remember he was so fast, he could cross, and he's he has lost his way a bit, but like uh, it was a good goal.
0: Yeah, and no, I took it well, super. and I, and I was quite impressed with um, with Martin Odegaard. I thought he had a couple of nice little touches as well. I thought he played very well. I mean, as I say, it was it was a very good performance all round, really.
1: Um, Rose cross to Bamian was class as well, wasn't it? Yeah,
0: absolutely, yeah. And, you know, and Sabah's played well I mean We are missing Kieran Tierney I think we're definitely Missing him and, You know All the players we've got And our, it's our, our left back Is probably our most Influential player I, I mean, After a Bamiang Obviously But I think Kieran Tierney help, Makes us tick Don't you, what do
1: you um, I mean I've read a lot Of rumours about Arsenal's transfers And stuff What do, do you want Lacazette to stay Or would you Cash in on him
0: I mean If, if the right offer Came in for Lacazette I mean He's been a great servant He's got some great goals um, if someone came into him and offered the right amount of money, then you, you know you'd be seen not to. I mean, I'm not, I'm not sure how old he is. Lakers. I would sell him. I'm going to be honest. I'd I would sell him. Yeah. Um, I think it all depends. Um, if if Lacazette goes, I think we might see that that flowing Balagian coming to the team. I think that's that's a big thing. I has uh, been linked to moving and stuff. But what I've heard is it all depends on if you know if Lacazette goes, then. Uh, and, and we saw in as well, which is another thing that's on the cards apparently. So if we sell two strikers, we've got a, got Balogun who can come in. I mean, I know Pemble is completely different to the to the Europa League, where he scored a lot of goals. But um, yeah, like I said, I love him. I think he's been a superb servant. But yeah, maybe if the right offer came in, I'd uh, I'd cash in maybe. Mm,
1: I think I think I would. I mean. I think if Arteta really wants, he needs to cash in and like bring in someone new. And I, I, I do not understand if they're going to give David Luiz a new contract. I mean, that just makes no sense to me
0: as well. No, um, I think this will. I mean, David Luiz is a polarizing figure. Um, one, one, one week I don't like him, he makes mistakes, and then the next minute he'll, he'll play superbly, like he did against Man United. You uh, know, yeah, yeah, he was United. He was, he was superb. But I do think, um. We might see... Apparently,
1: uh Saliba was League One Player of the Month in France.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, I think he'll come back the next season. Um, but I think it'd be Rob Holding and Gabriel, I think. I mean, Saliba, he's still very young. I think he'll, he'll get a run in the team. But at the moment, I think Rob Holding and Gabriel are, are our, are our um, starting back, starting defenders, shall I say. Um, but I like, I like Rob Holding. I think he's come, come on leaps and bounds. He still hasn't scored a Premier League goal yet. So I'm still going to put a pound on him. I'm in. sure he'll play Newcastle next. He'll, he'll get a big goal, don't worry. He's a threat from set pieces and he still, he still hasn't scored a goal yet. So every week I always put a little pound in him to be to score at any time. Because he's always, he's always like 40-50 to 1. So from corners, you never know. You never know. So uh, speaking of City, um, we've got City um, on on Sunday, which is going to be very interesting. Um, I, I've, I said it on my podcast yesterday that I'm trying to, trying to be positive. But it's quite hard to be positive when you got City in the in the in the form that they're in, and, and De Bruyne's back as well, which doesn't build me with much hope without with with no informed striker <laughs> as well. That's, yeah, that's
1: just, um, yeah. No um, yeah. Aguero and Hazel's not scoring like crazy. How good they are! Like you know, we're like you, like you think a lot of teams are just dependent on um, on their forwards to score. You know, if the forward doesn't score, they don't score like City it doesn't matter like whoever comes in scores I mean to be fair obviously it's an unfair advantage you've got someone like Bernardo Silva who's a brilliant footballer who you know went off the boil for a year or so you know he's a 50 million pound player he comes in from the dark Mara's you know we can't you know, but then again, you've got homegrown talent like Foden playing so well. So you've got to give them credence for that as well. Oh,
0: absolutely. Yeah, I, I love Phil Foden. I think he's ugh, he's a spectacular player. Um, I think he's going to cause some serious damage in the Euros. Um, but yeah, Sunday, as I say, I'm trying to... Mate, you know, over one, <laughs> who knows on Sunday, we've got a chance, you know. It, you Change know, things have happened. I don't think... I would love to say we're going to win. Um, I said yesterday, I think to, I've seen 2-1 Arsenal and I, I will never go against my own team. So I still think we've got a chance. But we will, we will concede because City are too good.
1: They're a machine at the moment. And the thing which annoys me is like they like, oh, we're going to give John Stones a rest, so we'll bring in I'm Eric Laporte. <laughs> Just like people forget that City spent 40 million on Nathan Aké. Like you hardly ever see hardly ever see
0: him. I know, I know. it's crazy, isn't it? You know Nathan yeah. Aké. He, he probably do a job for most other Premier League teams. He yeah. comes to the team, which is very bizarre. Um, you, mean you look at you look at Chelsea. They sold him. Well, from Bournemouth, obviously, but, uh, you know, and Chelsea, rather than spend money on Thiago, I know he's a free, but rather than pay him, him wherever they're paying him, they could have, you know, Nathan Ake could have been in, in that team, but, you know, it like, must be frustrating for Nathan Ake, because, as I say, he's not a bad defender, but he can't, he can't get in the team, and
1: with have
0: we've, we've, playing so well, you can't see him getting I'm in the team. as backup, like, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Lazy and uh, you know I, I don't think the worst on Sunday. I must be honest. I think it's going to be a, a really really hard game. But who knows? You know, strange things have happened. Um, I'll, I'll keep I'll keep believing until until it's impossible. But it's going to be difficult, isn't it? I think.
1: I think um the thing with City as well that they've done is they they've like punished all the teams who had bad runs. So like they've had this incredible run when Manu went off the boil, Liverpool went off the boil, Leicester a little <laughs> bit inconsistent you know um it's i mean second looks like it's gonna be it's gonna be a fight for second basically absolutely you know know, city well ahead and you know pep got like i criticize pep but like pep got a lot of criticism especially when they lost to leicester at home
0: Mm.
1: i think and um you know he undoubtedly they have unlimited resources but still To create a monster of a team His big thing though Is he really needs to at least get to The Champions League final I think he really needs that for him Just yeah. so he can say Look I got them Because people still say the same thing He's never won without Messi Xavi and Iniesta so.
0: Yeah absolutely And uh, one last thing I think as well if, if, cause Obviously you've got Arsenal City on Sunday you've also got West Ham Spurs And if West Ham do Arsenal a favour and beat Spurs that would give, surely would give the Arsenal players a little bit of a lift and go. If we beat if we beat City, we go, we go above Spurs. I know you know. <laughs> I'll take anything at the moment. You know, and that that could be a bigger. West Ham are playing superbly, so if West Ham could do us a favour and we beat City, all with Ham, obviously, you know, we could yeah. we could go above Spurs and that would be a, oh be fantastic. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, that would be absolutely amazing.
1: But I've got, I've, I've got to say, Jesse Lingard for West Ham. He is making everyone who criticised him. <laughs> Just be like, actually, you know, he's still a good player. like
0: good. Yeah, he's a, he's a talent. And um I said to my mate Alex the other day, you know, because we, 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 we would have a laugh about Mingard. Um, maybe, you know, he's to West Ham. You'll go, do you know what? I won't be in to United. Maybe I will, I'll move on because where, where I'm appreciated, maybe. Mm-hmm. I know he's had his problems off the pitch and stuff, but, you know, he seems to be happy and enjoying himself. So maybe you go, He's not going to get in the United team now because he
1: plays in the same position as Bruno, so yeah. like there's no chance he'll get. So he needs to move on, really. So whether it's at West Ham or someone else, he, he definitely. But
0: yeah. Yeah. Anyway, moving on to the Champions League, as we we're about to talk about the PSG Barcelona game. Well, we'll say it was a game. It was very, very one-sided. Um, Mbappe. Mm. In, oh, Mbappe. Uh, you know what a player. I mean, his his hat trick goal when he bent it round that is just. I'd love watching you play, Andrew. I just think he at the moment he's
1: the best player in the world. Yeah, you know, I'm very lucky I actually saw him live. I went to uh, Man City, Monaco, when this is like, I think this was Pep's first season and he was 17 and he was starting and he played like 10 games for Monaco and everyone said, oh, like, he's really good. You need to see him live. And he just reminds me, so, like, the way he runs with the ball, he reminded me so much of Thierry Omri. Oh. He still, in my opinion, needs to develop little Mm. things if he wants to be equal with Omri. So Omri could shoot outside the box really well and probably the creation as well. Uh, I mean, you know, he completely upstaged Messi, didn't he?
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, he completely... I mean, Barcelona's defence was horrendous, I've got to say. It was. And what really surprised
0: me as well is, you know, when you're losing 4-1... You know, it's just a. If I was a Barcelona fan watching that, I'd be a little bit frustrated because you know you want to see a bit of fight from your team. Like you know, get get a couple of yellow cards and be, show you frustration. But they they couldn't they couldn't put a glove on PSG, could they? They couldn't they couldn't get near him. I mean, it's that bit when when Mbappe's running with the ball and was it PK dragging him back? It was superb. You couldn't you couldn't catch him. Couldn't get anywhere near him.
1: Yeah, I think Barcelona has been pretty traumatized since that buy-in. Like humbling last year, where they lost it. I think it lost 8 2 or something, wasn't it? Yeah. And they've just not been the same. And you know, there's issues at Barcelona generally. With that, obviously, they had the whole messy who didn't really want to stay, but they forced him to stay. And then you've got you know, PK Busquets coming to the end. Um, so you know, they're not defensively, they're all over the place. You know, why they let Suarez go and he's now scoring all the goals to take Atletico Madrid to the title like just Barcelona but like it completely showed up I mean I, I can't see I think um, after the second leg I'm pretty sure they'll sack Ronald Perman. I can't yeah. see him saying yeah
0: I think so and also financially there's a bit of a mess as well because I think I, I think I read somewhere a while ago it's like 125 125 million euros to other clubs or something like that, I would. You know, they're still playing, still paying for Coutinho, I think,
1: which is <laughs> incredible. They've made three really players that should have haven't. They've been okay, but they've not really worked out. In Coutinho for a hundred and forty million or whatever it was, Dembele for a hundred million, and then Griezmann, mm. who's not really can't really fit and work with Messi. No. So you think you've spent what four hundred million, nearly four hundred million, on three players who probably didn't need. <laughs>
0: No, oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I know, I know Barcelona done it a couple of years ago, didn't they? They they come back from was it four 0 down? I think it was against it was against PSG as well, as well wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, the Nou Camp, and I, I can't, I just can't see that happening um, in the second leg because PSG oh. with with with, the, with that squad just can't see happening.
1: Now, is, did you remember PSG won the game without
0: Neymar as well? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you know, that PSG squad, I mean, it's just phenomenal. I mean, I'm big, I'm big fan of um, Marco Verratti. I think he's a phenomenal um midfielder and you know, obviously de maria <laughs> didn't work out over, over here in the premier league but he's a baller and, and he that, didn't
1: that... have a chance i hate this thing about de maria oh he didn't work out van haal played him right wing back in loads of matches <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. it was bizarre i just don't like he clearly didn't tell and he wanted to leave but you know for me he could easily have done it in the premier league no doubt no, no, like he's such a good football. And the thing is, is he's, I mean, he must be thirty one, thirty two now. And like me, gets better when I watch him. He's not like, um, he's a yeah, PS, PSG Like I think they will. Potch has got a good chance there, hasn't he? He's like yeah. gone into a job where he can. He's gonna walk, probably will. I mean, they still got a little bit of a title race with Leon at the moment, but yeah. they'll probably win the league in the end. But Got a good chance of champion. I mean, I think. I mean, who do you think the three teams you think Champions League potential winners?
0: Um, I think obviously PSG. I think they're going to be up there. Uh, I think Man City. I mean, this is a big, it's a big season for, for Pep because you know they haven't won it yet. They haven't got further than the is it quarterfinals? They haven't got further than or something like that. You know they they he needs to win it. Um, and I think the other team. I mean. I mean, Dort- Munich. Munich. I mean, it's somewhere like that. Um, Bayern's the one, isn't it? They're yeah. machines. But yeah, I mean, it's exciting. I mean, I, I was say, being an Arsenal fan, the Champions League is kind of pointless at the moment because I'm watching Arsenal on a Thursday night. But, uh, but yeah, oh,
1: yeah. I mean, man. when you were in the Champions League, you were losing 10 2. So yeah,
0: yeah, say no more than that. Yeah, say no more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I've got to say one other thing I think oh. this week we saw kind of like I mean they were talking about it on BT Sport there was a little bit of the passing of the guard where Messi and Ronaldo are kind of handing over to Mbappe and Haaland because Haaland,
0: oh, Haaland yeah, what a player he is yeah God. he's ridiculous I mean I, I, mean, I think this is is it 24 games and 25 goals or something stupid for Haaland it's just incredible he's still only young I mean what a... I hope
1: he's he doing to England I'd really like to watch him every week
0: yeah, I mean he's just phenomenal. Um, yeah, it, I, I think we can. Maybe it's a bit too soon, but I think it won't be long before we put um, Mbappe and Harland in the same in the same bracket as, as uh, Ronaldo and Messi. I think, I think they're, they're that good. Yeah.
1: I don't even. Uh, I don't think either of them will touch what those two did personally. They will get close, but I.
0: Yeah.
1: I still think Lionel Messi is just. I mean, I'm. The two goals, I mean, do you remember the goals against Bayern where Jeremy Boateng's on the floor? Yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, it was just ridiculous, wasn't it? Ridiculous. Yeah, I remember the that
1: The goal well. against Real Madrid in the Champions League semi-finals. Where you just, just, I mean, just, like,
0: brilliant football now. Yeah, absolutely. So, moving on, must we move on to the, uh, the let's all laugh at, Um, what have you got, Andrew? Anything this week? Have you got anything?
1: Um... You go with yours first, let me just...
0: Well, I've got one, one. <laughs> and um, it's more, it's not, I'm not laughing at Liverpool as such, not laughing at Liverpool, um, but there was, a, there was a tweet that I, I, I commented on and put it on social media and I my podcast yesterday was about it. Um, a Liverpool fan on Twitter, um, he put a picture of the Arsenal Invincible side and said only Thierry Henry would would get into the, to the Liverpool team of last season and I was, I think it's completely wrong anyway. And um, on, the, on 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 these tweets, someone said, "Well, what about Vieira, Campbell, and Burkamp?" And um, he said that Matip, Fabinho and uh, and for oh, sorry, Favino better than Burkamp. Basically, that's that's what he said. And I, I kind of put me fell on the floor, was like, "I can't I can't even respond to that." Um, I like, Firmino's not a bad player. Don't get me wrong. No, he's not
1: Dennis.
0: He's not Dennis Burkamp. No. So no. I, I kind of laughed with like, "All against that ass was not it? it was yeah. it was luck." Yeah, that was that, that one. Um, there's, there's, there's been a couple this week, actually. I mean, there's, you've got... Do you remember the last season? Was it last season? I think it was last season, when uh, when Wigan beat Hull 8-0 at, at the DW. Remember that? Um, Not really, but... <laughs> well, last night, um, I think the final score, I think, um, and Hull went there last, last night and they won 5-0. And it was quite funny. Uh, that, was, that was quite amusing. Um, oh. Also, well, what's yours? Because I've got another one. <laughs> I won't say it just in case it's yours.
1: Yeah, I think the Liverpool thing, where like the fans were. So, I mean, I know Dan's not here to defend them, but um, someone was saying like last year they were saying this is the greatest Premier League suicide ever, and there's like the greatest Premier League side ever is now behind a team where Craig Dawson is the best defender, and they've got a makeshift striker in Michael Antonio up front, mm-hmm. which is kind of true, isn't it?
0: Yeah, um, it's-
1: the referee. I don't know if you saw the referee yeah, Alex, with Alan yeah, yeah,
0: that's incredible. I've never seen anything like that ever. Unbelievable. I've talked about 10 times. I've never seen a referee square up to a player. Brilliant. Yeah, I think
1: he was just probably, I mean, there was that case in France where the guy kicked, Um, he like collided with a player and the, the, the ref actually kicked him or something like that. I remember this was about two, three years ago. Yeah, really stupid. Um, re- reminded me a bit of Pardew, headbutting David Myler, to be honest.
0: Oh, that was so, I remember that. very That was just so funny. Wasn't it? That was brilliant, that was. I've got to say, the thing that I'm,
1: I'll be honest, it's not a let's all laugh
0: up, it's, it's starting to annoy me, is the
1: amount of coverage Ravel Morrison gets. <laughs> I literally do not care. He was never a good footballer. He's like a championship footballer at best. There is a Ravel Morrison. I don't even know. I know he got released from Sheffield United. I, no, I, been. I don't know where he went actually. Good For a few games of training. Like he gets yeah. so airtime, and I'm just like, you know, yeah. How he he Alan, you waste talent. Like unfortunately, you're 26, 27 now. You're not gonna, you're not gonna do anything. Like why is, why do people keep writing stories about him? I'm just like, he's he's. You know, I'd rather people write stories about Jack
0: Wiltshire because he he was quality. going yeah, has he's <laughs> enough at Bournemouth, and he? he's scoring goals. Unbelievable! And I don't know if you heard that so Thierry Henry might be going to uh, Bournemouth as manager. Have you heard that? That is, that is the stupidest appointment. If they go and appoint Thierry Henry, oh, really dumb appointment. I, I can see it now though. Like he goes to Bournemouth, they get promoted. Their first game back in the back of the Premier League is at Arsenal at the Emirates, full ground, full stadium. Ah, oh, I can see it happening. Unless he's going to play for Bournemouth, then I just don't like.
1: You know the stories about him at Monaco that he was really. Let's be honest, he's quite an arrogant man. And I I don't blame him for his arrogance. yeah, yeah he's arrogant, yeah. He that Good at football, and I'd won what he'd won, and you know, but he was not a nice person from what all the Monaco players say. He yeah. then obviously he's gone to manage in Montreal. I don't really know if he'll know the championship that well, like. Yeah, it'll increase. People will take an interest in Bournemouth, people will... But I think he needed... Like, for me, I, if I was Bournemouth and I was desperate to get back in the Premier
0: League, I just would not agree him mid-season. Yeah, he raised a good point, actually. And, uh, with, with the arrogance, like, it's a very good point, actually, about the arrogance. But when you're a player and you're arrogant, you know, you can get away with it because, you know, if you're that good... It's like all sportsmen, really. You know, there's so many sportsmen you can reel off that are a bit arrogant, but they're very good. But Henri... Yeah, as a manager, I can imagine being, being quite arrogant and I can imagine him rubbing a few players up the wrong way. It's like, hold on, well, yeah, you, you've, you've, you've done your But now.
1: Yeah. I think he might be really good with top players. Mm. But, like, so that Monaco team they took over were really struggling. And yeah. he was saying, oh, you can't do this, you can't do that. Obviously, not many people can do what Thierry Omri did. Like, mm. you know, I saw him live twice and I just remember thinking wow like but you know you have to have what's the word humility and I think that's what Pep has so he can you know still manage and everything like that Zidane the same you know maybe he will come good and maybe he'll do a good job at Bournemouth I don't know I just think mid-season going into the championship like it's just a bit Strange for me. It's a
0: strange one, and he, you know he might he might be less arrogant in the championship. You don't know. I mean, he might he might bring him down a level or two because he might go, hold on, I'm not as good as I think I am. Uh, no disrespect to the to the American, the MLS. With you know, it's not the standard's not as good as the, as the Premier League or, or even England. Full stop. So he might he might bring him down a peg or two. Who knows? So who's your who are you going for? The let's all laugh at who we going for this week. Um, I think it's the Liverpool fans. <laughs> just, I just, yeah, um, I say I'm not laughing at Liverpool. um It's just that, that that one tweet as well made me laugh. It was just kind of like Firmino's better than Burkamp and I was just
1: don't do you think, right? Like I thought about this a lot a lot right. If you put Henderson and Fabinho in defence, yeah, mm-hmm. you're basically weakening two positions because you're playing both of them in defence, yeah. so and obviously the midfield is weaker. And I understand that the defenders they've brought in maybe not as good as you know they'd like or whatever. But like you're, if you weaken one position, like if their attack was still like they were last year,
0: yeah,
1: then you know they might still outscore teams and everything like that. I, I can understand Fabinho obviously. Fabinho, it looks like he's a quality centre back. I just don't get the Henderson thing. I really don't. I don't understand why you would play him in defence. I just. <laughs> He's not even that tall. Like, is you know, you've got other players who, and he, you would still have a strong midfield then. And I think he's weakened his midfield. I mean, they did well against Leipzig. Let's give them fair play to oh, go to Leipzig. Ke- yeah, yeah. Curtis Jones. I thought. I mean, I watched the highlights. The Curtis Jones was really impressive in that game. He's so unlucky. Look at the 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 um generation that he's gonna grow up in. Mason yeah. Mount, Jack Grealish, Foden and madison like yes. he's really unlucky he's not you know um he's got the yeah he's gonna have the michael carrick situation isn't
0: yeah, it no, like, I, I wish <laughs> i wish dan was on here because i'd love to get his opinion on, on tiago as well because you know we, um as an arsenal fan um you know william like, he's getting a lot of stick from arsenal fans he's been a massive flop and and yeah you know to be fair he hasn't been fantastic absolutely hasn't but you know tiago you know, has been brilliant for liverpool either, has he When I watch him play
1: I can see everything he does and I can get but like I don't know whether Liverpool actually he suits their style.
0: Yes I know yeah.
1: Wijnaldum, Henderson, you know Milner the three sentiments they had all had pressed the ball really well whilst Thiago obviously is quite a luxury player. He's a brilliant footballer like you can mm. see. I mean, I remember watching him for Bayern and just thinking, "Wow, you can see he's grown up at Barcelona." Yeah. Um, but I don't know if he suits their system and whether it was like, "Well, we're Liverpool, we can buy him," like situation yeah. and like. But I think he will come good. Like you know, lots of players struggle with the first year and then they are they're excellent afterwards. So maybe he's just settling in. And to be fair. He's obviously been in a team where, you know, no Van Dijk, no Gomez. You imagine if he had a bit more of a secure base. Yeah. Um, With, like, people t- talk about Henderson in midfield. For me, Fabinho is a monster in midfield. So mm. you imagine if Thiago had a bit more... At yeah. the moment, obviously, he's, he's worried, isn't he? Because people yeah. are running off him. Leicester, I mean, Leicester did really well, so.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay dokie, well that probably brings the podcast to an end. Um feel free to follow the podcast on Twitter at L A L A. You can find my podcast, Life's a Pitch, on Spotify, Twitter. Um you can listen you can find Andrew on YouTube, on his channel. Um we'll put all the links on the on the page and stuff like that. But uh thank you much for listening and thank you Andrew for coming on as well, mate. Uh, no problem. Uh, I shall see you all. We won't see you. I won't see you at all. You know what I mean. I will uh, speak to you all same time. Well, next week anyone, anyone again. <laughs> <laughs> Not seeing no one. But yeah, uh, everyone have a nice weekend, and we'll speak to you very very soon.